0: Welcome, everyone, to the MedSpa Accelerator podcast brought to you by Cass Clinical Consulting and Everable Marketing, the go-to resource to learn the latest hacks and the best practices for marketing and growing a profitable medical aesthetics practice. I'm your host, Luis Trevino, and I'm joined today with our co-host, Cassie Craig. Uh, welcome everyone to the twenty-third episode of the Mets Ball Accelerator podcast. I'm Luis Trevino, and I'm joined here with our co-host today, Cassie Craig. Say hi, Cassie. Hey. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being with us today, everyone. Today we want to talk a little bit more about video. Uh, in in some of our previous episodes, we talked about why video is important, and I know what a lot of the some of the questions that I've kind of come across uh, in in talking to Potential clients and some of my other clients as well is when should we like what type of video should we create? And then when should we actually pay for high quality production? Should we not even do high quality production? Should we just do like iPhone video uh, or the iPhone video, right? Um, or should we, um, you know, just always do high production, right? And so I wanted we wanted to kind of bring some clarity to this. And so today that's what we're gonna talk about.
1: <laughs> yeah, cause we've talked a lot about like how to shoot videos yourself. Um, yeah. But I think it needs to be balanced with the the idea that produced videos are outdated is, is I think, um, mis- people are mistaken. People think that yeah. they can do all the video with their iPhone. And in some cases, some consumers need to see that you're willing to spend the money. Because especially we're a high-end, luxurious kind of business. So if everything that we do is selfie or um, like handy cam style at the spa, then it begins to look like we're cheap, and that's definitely not what some consumers want. Now on Facebook, because we talk a lot about Facebook, I've found that like really authentic, genuine kind of real videos that have mistakes and poor lighting or the cameras off, cue skewed um, a little bit. Sometimes those actually produce better because it gains the the trust from the audience like oh look this yeah. isn't a commercial but i'm looking at i want to watch it yeah. but like google I, I actually used the same ad on google landing pages for about the first six months and couldn't figure out why google wasn't producing anything and yeah. now that we have uh put a produced video on google now i see my google numbers just as good as my facebook numbers were in the beginning so sure. um that's kind of i'd say like that's kind of easy to feel right like
0: yeah. well um, so I would say uh, general rule of thumb for me in in going about this and when I'm talking to people is it's all about context, guys. And that's all what Mm -hmm. Cassie is saying, like context. And so think about the platform and what people are doing on that platform, right? So Mm -hmm. the reason why authentic videos really work on Facebook and social media, Instagram, stuff like that, is because of the fact that people are on there And they're watching, they're on there to have fun. They're on there to see photos and videos of their friends and family or people that they, you know, obviously follow and stuff like that. Right. But a lot of authenticity. And so think about the medium, think well, about where you're shopping. at. they're
1: not shopping. Yeah, they're I mean, not you're shopping. you trying to catch somebody who's actually not shopping for your product. So the best yeah. way to do it is kind of like, you know, around the back door, like um, yeah. look at this really cool video of this really cool pr- procedure and they decide that they're interested while like you're triggering that while right. they watch the video. On Google, they've already been triggered. They're looking for the specific service, and they're looking for who's the best at it. So- yeah,
0: exactly. They're looking to see who's the best, who's nearest. They're looking to see uh, who can get them the result that they're looking for, and that's why. And the, so that actually leads me to you know, the, on the flip side, right? So we talked about social media. You want to have, you probably are going to be okay with having some like iPhone videos, some selfie videos on there, but. On your website where people are spending more time like you know obviously they're coming from Google then you want to have more of the high production videos on there again going back to context the website is like your business card right you want your website to really represent the quality of the service that you provide much more of like you know that's because that's what they're there you want your website to be high quality you want it to look and to attract to make sure that you attract the person that you really want to look after. Because I have clients telling me all the time, like, oh yeah, like I want to attract like a high quality client. And I'm like, okay, well, if you want to attract quality, you need to be quality yourself. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and then not just that, sometimes people have like a really good looking met like spa or location, but their online presence is horrible, you know? So that first impression that they have, you know, unfortunately is not portraying them the way it should be. And again, it's going to go back to branding. It's going to go back to design and video. Keep yeah. Video. And I think like,
1: well, on, on say your website, you want your client to know um, a little bit of everything that you do. So having a produced video that shows a little bit of everything that you do mm-hmm. makes more sense than say when you get into a cool sculpting section and you have maybe a cool sculpting like produced commercial, it's okay to have uh, these case studies of different people treating and showing them from the treatment to their testimonial, their before and after pictures or whatever, it's okay to have the, the produced stuff backed up with examples that you just shot live day by day. Um, but I think that, I think there needs to be a balance of that. I, I, for a long time, um, it took me, I guess about a year before I paid for the production because it's expensive. And, Mm -hmm. um, it really helped me in some areas that were lacking though our Facebook ads were tremendous. We had like areas like Google and website conversions that were, you know, still had room to grow. Yeah. Um, I think that if I had started with the production company rather than the live Facebook ads and all of that, that I wouldn't have gotten the, the boost, like the, the way that I got rich quick or the way that I had success really quick was by filming everything and putting myself out there and kind of being a different in that way um because everybody was at the time paying production companies then everybody flipped because now instagram's so big so everybody's doing these live you know iphone videos and everybody stopped doing production well then i did a little production and it was also different than my competitors and i started you know, getting some stuff from that. So yeah. I think it's a balance thing. How much do people spend on videography? That's I know how thousands. much I've spent. And it's a <laughs> wide range. Oh my
0: god. Yeah, we make we make it affordable for you guys. By the way, Ereble makes it affordable for you. So keep that in mind. But people pay thousands, uh, yes. and so it's big. And so, and I mean, because you are going to see the return investment on that. And uh, I think really, it's it's it goes back to imaging. And I mean, going back to what you were saying, you know, like there's still, there's still like, you know, you did, you, you first did the like the iPhone videos and the more authentic videos. And then you kind of switched to doing the high production stuff and that still worked for you. Even when we actually ran uh, ads on Facebook, using your high production stuff, but there was some, you know, there were some tricks that we actually used to make sure that we got the best, you know, That's we, the
1: other thing. Yeah. yeah. And it so
0: is, there's always like, those little things that we can kind of, Manipulate.
1: I have talked to a lot of people. And so putting a live video or putting a produced video on your Facebook page and sharing it with your audience doesn't work for anything. You know, it's about it's about attaching it to the right ad and putting that in front of the right, right audience. It's none of that. Do I understand? That's where you come in. <laughs> you well, I,
0: I, that, that brings up another point where we talk about like, you know, having your videos be in line with your marketing strategy, right? Like what is it that you're going to be promoting? And if you guys go back and listen to the last two episodes that I did with Maripilio, we talked about social media, you know, we talked about planning the month or planning the quarter and, and figuring out, okay, well, what, and setting themes for the month, right? Setting themes for that specific quarter. So, you know, making sure that whatever you're planning on the marketing side, you're creating videos that are in line with already what you're doing, because that's going to give you more of an impact, especially if you're combining video with everything else you're already doing on social media and, you know, whatever else you're doing, if you're running an in-house promotion and stuff like that. So super important too, to yeah. kind of, for you guys to you know, take, take advantage of Yeah,
1: staying on task is hard, um, especially because you might have like a, a, a lull in the day where you can shoot a video and so it's just like you know grab your phone and start shooting on whoever needs whatever treatment on your staffer. But it's I think that we've wasted a lot of effort at times with our marketing team working on one project and then we're videoing laser hair removal. If we're working on cool sculpting yeah. and getting the next clients for cool sculpting, then why we're shooting laser hair. Um, it not only is, is uh, split between our marketing. So there's not, there's a misalignment there, but it's also, it means that like the staff needs to be in touch with the whole picture as well. For sure. Um, well, and that the, means I mean, talking about the promotion that's going on,
0: there's still ways to salvage that I, I would say, like, I think, yeah. I mean, if, if you have an awesome patient that's in there and she's getting treated and she's okay with being on video because some, sometimes that's rare, a rarity and you know, or he, yeah. And so if you can get it on video, get it on video. But it doesn't mean you have to publish it right then and there. You can just publish it later. You know, when you're actually well, when you're more. Yeah, online. I was
1: about to say videos forever anyway, so it can be published at any time and and yeah. reutilized by marketing whenever. So video, I I think any video is great because it's teaching the person behind on the other side of the lens how to be comfortable on video. So whatever they're comfortable mm-hmm. doing, then video that. Um, yeah. I have them video, um, a lot of times during meetings, we just turn on video, not because we ever use it, but because we want the staff to know how to, how to present in front of a camera. Um, yeah. so it's all revivable, um, cause video just stays around. So no harm, no foul, but be in line with, or try to be thinking of different ways to video and promote whatever that promotable item is. If it's a Botox month, then what are different ways, different people people that we can show getting Botox, different questions that come up. And we really have plenty of, of uh, video content or, or we're capable of finding it for any subject or any treatment or any service that we do.
0: Yeah, it's one search away guys. It's yes. <laughs> so literally as simple as that. Well, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about like the type of videos that somebody should do in for, for high production. Um, mm-hmm. I think you, you initially said one that, we, we call it our why video which is basically the video that kind of showcases all this, like the practice as a whole and showcases all of these services that the, Met, the, you know, the practice offers. And you're talking about like, pretty much like your mission statement, like your why, like what is it that kind of sets you apart? So that's one video that I know for sure we like to do. Uh, and it's a lot of uh, what's called B-roll in the industry. B-roll is just like shots, action shots, of like the environment. Uh, it can be a shots of the environment, shots of your staff, like doing treatments. Uh, um, and then, and then pepper it in with like, you know, the owner or some of the staff members, some of the patients speaking on, you know, the quality of service, the results that you guys have gotten, like why you do what you do, why you love what you do, you know, all that stuff. So that's one video that I would say for sure, you want to do some high production on that, because that's what's really going to, when somebody first lands on your website, it should be a video that they that they see to get the right first impression of, you know, of your practice, right? <laughs> uh, so that was one. I know, I mean, we talk a lot about uh, patient testimonials. So you yeah. definitely, I would say, I mean, if you can afford to get like some high quality production on those, you should definitely do those as well. We like to do those a lot because... You know, we want to make sure that we're building trust and credibility on the services that we're promoting. and we want, and we want our patients to speak well of us, right? We want our patients to you know and for other people to see that. so that's really, really big. And then on the third uh, for for me on the third side, I would also say uh, videos that are more specific towards just you know the selective service, right mm-hmm. So if you you know whether it's cool sculpting, uh, fillers, injectables, uh, if you have any other type of services for lasers, different things like that. And these are more like educational videos, um, but they're short. You know, they're not long. They just quickly go into like what it does, wh- you know, how, what the results that it can get, and then inviting them to come in to get like a consultation, something like that. And that, well, those are yeah. like, the-
1: well, I was going to ask, because um, I know we've been kind of in the background working on objection handler videos. So for mm. example, the husband objection comes up in consultation quite often with, um, with Staff with other people's staffs. I hear this all the time. Um, we shot a video of a man who had really been against his wife spending the money on cool sculpting, but had allowed her to do it or whatever. They had decided she was going to do it. And three months later, he came in and, and thanked us for talking him into it because he loved what it had done for her, his wife, not only physically, but just psychologically. Like, how much better yeah the whole household was and so I think that this is also a a neat thing but I want to say that um we did it we kind of did it with a nice camera but not in a produced kind of way I think that this is one of those things that would do better in a produced way because you're hoping that the person who has the objection is seeing it so at this point they've already met you so you want to see you want to show them that they're walking into luxury where no corners are cut kind of experience. And the way to do that would be to show them a really cool, highly produced video. So other objections would be like, um, why would somebody drive past, um, a neighbor of theirs who has a cool sculpting machine to your spa? Why, what's your value proposition? Um, as far as location, and then what's your value proposition as far as, um, cost. Is Mm -hmm. it that we give, you know, the best quality service for the money or we give a lower price? Some people, choose that to be their value proposition not me but why would somebody uh think of spending the money with you and why is it a better value than anyone else um and those are really all the objections are always around those things um location Mm -hmm. sometimes time like if you're a dual sculptor you might want to or if you have three or four machines something like that might be better in a highly produced video, but I think the spouse one comes up a whole lot. And it's nice to send a wife who said, you know what, let me go and talk to my husband home with a video that you could text her on her phone or something. So like, show him this, this is another husband who was hesitant and, um, in signing off on this.
0: For sure. That's good. That's good stuff guys. Well, um, I think that kind of sums it up for us today. Cassie, I don't know if there was something else that you wanted to add to that. Yeah. Okay. So going back and just doing a quick recap guys, when should you, when should you choose to just go for the iPhone type of shot, the selfie shot, or when should you go with high production? Again, I would say rule of thumb for me, the easiest way to think about it is just think about context. Where, where, where are people at and what are they doing? Uh, simple is social media mm-hmm. always I would say the easiest thing for you to do is obviously do the the iPhone stuff once you get the high production stuff make sure that it's on your website uh and then you know obviously get it up on it's not going to hurt getting it up on social media because you're going to have those type of people that want to see that type of stuff right. anyway um so but for and some people yeah and mix it up right and just see what happens that's really all it is right and so uh, a big part of it I was going to say was that you know, if you can't afford high, you know, high quality production stuff, that's okay. Just do what Cassie did, right? You know, Cassie did it for a long, for a year. It was just doing iPhone, you know, quick, you know, she had, I think you have a deal. So
1: yeah. getting ourselves. Camera. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't even have to be an iPhone. It can just, yeah. Do- but
1: honestly, for what I paid for that camera, like if, like companies like yours, Luis do a free video production or it's included in some costs. So yeah. for what I paid for that camera, I could have had you on, you know, on stat or on (laughs) project project for a month or two. So maybe wait until, you know, you're going to shoot videos before you invest in that camera. It would, I would say, you know, the most I paid for a day of videography is well, it's obscene. I paid $8,000 for that first set of um, videos, Mm -hmm. but did it make me that back in, in the first few months? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't pay that much again. I've learned now I don't have to, um, so, you know, that's my two cents on it.
0: <laughs> For sure. Uh, so if you have questions about video, if you want to get video done, reach out to us. We can definitely help you with that. And uh, if you have any questions about anything else, make sure to just comment on the video. Uh, check us out on our free community on Facebook. Just go to Metsball Accelerator and you'll be able to find us, request to join and we'll accept you. Um and I guys I want to say this is an exclusive group like we don't let anybody else in that's not a Metsball owner. So if you're a Metsball owner go on there, join the free community because we're sharing exclusive content. We have people just like you that are going through, you know, the daily challenges of running and growing a, a profitable Metsball. And uh, if you can leave us a review on iTunes, check us out on Spotify, every other podcasting platform. Thank you so much and we'll see you guys next week.
1: Bye. Bye.